0: Come on, you yellow. Flying high
1: below today. Welcome to The Original, the Talker United Yellow Army podcast brought to you each week by Guy Henderson and Richard Hughes of the Herald Express and Devon Live. We'll talk you through the latest news from Plainmore, we'll chat to the people making the news around the club. You can find us in the Talker United channel on the Devon Live website, on Spotify, and on iTunes. Welcome to the mobile studio.
0: The mobile studio. Seal Hayne again,
1: the mobile studio. We like to
0: spread it about a bit. We we?
1: do. Talking of mobile studios, there goes Mr. Thomas on two wheels.
0: Yes, uh, clad in Lycra.
1: Yeah, indeed. There's that, an image for you. David Thomas is wearing lycra and he cycled to the uh, press conference this morning at Seal Hane, so uh, fair play to him. I've been for a swim. You've been for a swim. <laughs> I walked the dog. I haven't done anything terribly strenuous. It was
0: a bit later, moment. the press conference this, this week. It was now an hour later than normal, yeah. so it gave us a chance to get our sporting activities <laughs> in.
1: <laughs> it did indeed. So we're here, Seal Hane, Talker United, are bottom of the league. Yeah. Um, you, you had
0: to bring that up, didn't I you?
1: had to bring that up. we have to put things into context, don't we? It's uh, we lost uh 3-2 to Maidenhead on to, Tuesday to be night. fair,
0: we were bottom of the league at one all or oh, sorry at two all as well.
1: Were we really? Yeah. I hadn't yeah. realised that. Yeah. So um I, I was it was one of those days today where I thought, well, the podcast can seem a bit samey, we we, we sit here wringing our hands and things aren't going very well. Um but we've just spoken to Gary, which we'll take you to in a minute. And Gary's interesting Gary is always interesting mm-hmm. um, The press conferences are never the same twice So Gary's got some very interesting things to say About the team About refereeing About performances that they're getting from them About the mental attitude of the yeah. players um, It's really interesting and insightful stuff So we'll take you straight there yep. Have a listen to Gary And we'll be back On the other seven. side of Gary Johnson Oh yeah, beat me to it
2: Gaffer, obviously, a very disappointing way to lose a game on Tuesday. Now, what was the overriding emotion in the dressing room after a game? Was it one of disappointment, frustration, or a mixture of both? Yeah,
3: both those words, isn't it? The lads are, are sort of like respectful of each other. They're respectful of us, we're respectful of them. Um, so, generally, when the lads are disappointed, they'll wait to hear from us first. Um, and, and obviously, the chance for them to have their say is generally on the review day. Um, you know, the first day we're back in training, <clears throat> when they've all looked at the video, we've all looked at the video, um, mm. and we might say, well, we was a little bit not quite right there, or you should have been doing this, do you agree, and normally they do that, otherwise you wouldn't bring it up. Um, and then I just give them a, a, an overview of how I saw the game and um, so they'll listen, but they were disappointed, as I was disappointed, as everybody was disappointed, because we was like, one minute, 30 seconds away from uh, you know being further up the table. Um, I felt we did enough to, to win the game, to be honest. Um, and then they went the other end, we switched off for 10 seconds and ended up losing the game from uh, a minute earlier, Hanks had a header you know, which was three yards out that the keeper got hold of so it's fine lines, fine margins and uh, uh, once it's happened it's happened and we have to move on to the, to the next game with even more vigour, more spirit, more whatever it is you need to go and win that uh, next game. It
2: is uh, particularly a uh, difficult gaffer when you not just that when you're holding on for a point and then you end up losing a game as you've mentioned within one minute Ryan Hansen has a, a header cleared off the line when it looks like it's going to turn one point into three so then mm. to end up with nothing at all is a is a real sit now. but the review days you mentioned give you a chance to assess what's gone well and what's gone not quite so well yeah. what particularly pleased you or maybe what things did you feel required more work on, on Tuesday? Night?
3: Yeah uh, what what pleased me was that. Uh, I think the last two or three games, we've we've found our um, football game. You know, we, we've we've played a our game a little bit more. Um, we've 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 had some good moves. We've had some good passing combinations, and we've ended up with two really good goals from two strikers that are showing that they're learning about each other now because they've only had two games together which I've always said, uh, that they're, they're two good strikers. And the pleasing thing was they both both got a goal from it. Um, there's, there were some other good things, but then the things that uh, you get disappointed with is that you've let in three goals. Um, one, I don't think you can blame the lads for, the penalty. You know what I mean? That was circumstances let's say, in a polite way of saying it. Um, third goal, disappointed because we looked like we'd switched off just for that moment. Um, and that was important at that time for that last attack to stay switched off um, and ready. But we wasn't and uh, it was unlucky in as much as that the ball, I think Mark probably thought that the fella was going to head it. Uh, didn't, we didn't quite get to the ball, the ball came in and uh, it was all a little bit of a mishmash, not quite in our positions. Anyway, it went straight in, so it was general play. So I was disappointed with that. Um, some players still haven't reached um, their best game yet. Some have, and as we go on, more and more are reaching their best game. You know, people are seeing now Jarvis got man of the match, for instance. I've been saying about him. Will, you know, that, that, that can be a real strong Partnership at this moment in time. Um, just, you know, I'd like us to create more chances um, and stop the opposition creating their own chances because they had, they're a good team on transition. So if we give the ball away, then they're going to be dangerous, as I said on the day, and and they were. Um, you know, and they, they've had a couple of good results this this season, and so that that game's working well for them. So we give it away, they look dangerous and and we gave it away, we had a spell in the second half, about 20 minutes where we we couldn't find their own man on the day. They all can because parts of the game they they all did very well so it's just getting a little bit more consistency in the game.
2: One uh, man who seems to be uh, showing up well whilst he's still learning his trade is striker Will Goodwin who built up a decent partnership with Corey Andrews before he got injured. And it's now doing the same with Aaron Jarvis. That was one of the real bright spots on uh, on,
3: on, on, yeah. on the yeah, exactly. It was, and, and yeah, Will's um, developing as a as a good striker. It's why Stoke have allowed him to come to us. You know, they'd rather him, uh learn the, learn the game a bit more in a competitive environment. Um, and that's not just me. That's the opposition as well. <laughs> um, and he's taking, it, he's taking it on board and he needed to score more goals. He's not been a prolific goal scorer in, his, in uh, the last couple of seasons as a pro, if you like. But uh, he's got all the tools and if we can get him the service and get him in the right areas, he's a big, strong strong lad and uh, there's even more to come from him. And He's got three goals now. Um, Jarvis has got you know, one in two 90-minute games so we're hoping that uh, those two can keep that going, but we've got to keep creating quality balls, as I think Dan Martin hit the quality ball in the Jarvis. And uh, who was it that uh, put it in for uh, Will's goal? It was Ben. It was Ben, yeah, Ben White, exactly. And uh, both key passes, if you like. We have just got to get more of them, and then be in the right positions, making the right decisions from a defensive point of view. At the minute, we, we you know we have to make sure we're picking up in those danger areas, etc. So we just keep working on everything that we can, and we will get better. Um, that's why it's a little bit frustrating, but um, time will tell. Of course,
2: Kieran Evans is another one that's uh, on loan and has been showing up really well recently. It was a big blow to lose yeah. him so early in the game. Um, any news on on how he how he's getting on?
3: Yeah it's not good news, He well it's good news in as much as there was no long term, as in months, um, as in a year or something because they was a bit worried about lungs and things like that but he did uh, fracture three ribs so it was a heavy heavy old challenge and uh, I don't think it was, it, it was a fair challenge I think Kieran just got there first then the lad came in and his knee sort of into his bag and he was having breathing difficulties at the time you know when when our red bag comes out it always makes us worry because that's got the the heart stuff in there you know with the um, shock shop pads and all that sort of thing but it's also got the oxygen and things like that um, so anyway he's he's comfortable he's got well looked after by our medical team and the medical team that were there went to hospital had his x-ray and all that sort of stuff and uh, yeah, he's got three three broken crack ribs, so which is a shame um, and so we lose him for whatever it is, uh, ten weeks eight nine ten weeks so which is like a you know break of a bone is at least six weeks and then they got to be be ready to play you know start training again almost another preseason shame because he was he was he was just getting going but anyway, that's how it is, we wish him well and he, he's gone home for a couple of days but he wants to be back Monday, he wants to be with the lads and that's what he's like, which is great.
2: And finally Gaffer obviously only feels like we've only just played a game but there's another one just round the corner as <laughs> so it happens in the National League and that's a trip to York, how do you, send, how do you see that
3: going? Um, well there, there's no teams at the minute um, that you can look at that you're playing and saying you know, they, they, they got more weaknesses than strengths or more strengths than weaknesses. It's on the day. It really is on the day. It's how we play for a start. If we play well, then, you know, and play better than them, then you've got every chance of winning the game. So we've got to make sure that we go there and bring out our best game for longer. Um, we know we've got the game in part, but we need to just turn that into wins. You know, it's nice to get two goals the other day. Um, against Maidenhead, but uh, we need to win the game 2-1 or 2-0 if you're going to get two. but uh, To be safe you might need to get (laughs) twos and threes. We we said
1: um, coming out of the ground after Tuesday's game to a couple of fans that it would be really nice to go home after a game not talking about the referee's performance. Mm. Um, There were some inconsistencies there maybe. Did did you get any sense uh, of for a start what the referee was thinking about with the penalty and you know the we've talked about consistency before that you've not been happy with yeah.
3: referees. Well to being be consistent. fair he he said before the game that we could have if we need to ask him anything thirty seconds at half time. Um, and I took that a good thirty seconds and and then you could have a little bit of time after their change, half an hour after the game, um, in the referee's room, which we took. We took him up on as well. Um, in his mind, what he said was that uh, he was a hundred percent certain it was a penalty. I mean, obviously, we would say, then why did you go over to the linesman? Um, how did how could you see that you know, that his arm certainly wasn't raised? Uh, and even how could you see that it that even hit his hand anyway because he was behind. Anyway, those sort of things and and he still maintained that you know, he was uh, 100% certain. And we said, well, if you haven't seen the video, you, you can't be 100% certain, but um, referees make mistakes and all that sort of thing. And, yeah. um, you know, unfortunately we've, we've had a, Ben's had a couple of them now. I think that's, uh, you know, two bookings and two penalties he's given away when neither of them uh, have, have been construed with penalties. So we'll see, we, we've let the authorities know that we weren't happy with that decision, let us know what you think, so we wait and see what they come back with. It, it doesn't change anything, No. so other than answering a question about it, you, you try and put it on the yeah. back burner and hope that we get that little bit of luck at some stage in the but, future.
1: But they're big decisions aren't they, especially where, with where Torquay are at the moment, the, yeah. they're crucial decisions. Yeah,
3: and we, you know, we mustn't feel sorry for ourselves, no. we're not going to do that. I did say to you at the end of the game that uh, I said to the boys that don't let that decision mess us up. Now whether it did or not, I don't know because you know, we, we we didn't win the game. But they were certainly—it's very difficult to show uh, that energy and and um, that feeling of yes, okay, I'll forget it and and go out and play because it's the, it is in your mind and it's very difficult to get it out of your mind because you feel a little bit hard done by, let's say, you know, and, um, but that's a learning curve for them and us and, you know, we, we, we've, got to, we've got to perform after bad decisions and sometimes we do but you don't know for sure whether it's that reason or not. Gary, um, obviously you've got a pretty young squad. Uh, You talked after the game about mental strength a little bit, didn't you? And uh, they just need to be right mentally. How do you go about
2: getting that from them?
3: Well, it's them getting the experience of it. You have to uh, fail to, in the end, come through it and come through a better player, a better person. Um, And we just, obviously the lads, know from our training regime what we expect from her and it's be ready switch on uh, so that if you're going to be relentless then you need to be 100% thinking about the game Um, you need to make decisions quicker sometimes Um, and it's all those things that we discuss in meetings in here in meetings when we go to hotels before games in the review you know, it's not something that we, we just suddenly pick up and say you're not doing this. We we're still working on those things with them, because often they haven't had that many. Some of the younger ones they haven't had that many um, games where they know their own thoughts and you know how they can change it and make sure they go from adversity to right. We're going to give this a right go sort of thing. So uh, we we talk about change your thoughts, you change your world, which is a good sentence for all of us, even in life. Um, and so, uh, yeah. we, I think we, we, we're getting there now. Once we start turning the re- results around, and we will, then um, that all then comes into, comes into play, because then they've had that experience of um, indecisiveness sometimes, or whatever it is, and, uh, and they can turn it around then in their own minds.
1: I think most people agree you're playing well enough to win games, which you're currently losing. Really, yeah. um, is that the experience thing again? Is that a bit of sort of like game management, really, that you're not getting over the line in games that you should be?
3: Um, yeah, it's going to be a little bit of everything. It's a little bit of the opposition doing well. It's a, it's an individual every now and again not quite doing his job. Um, everybody makes mistakes, even in the Premier League. Every make everyone makes misjudgments even in the. Premier League, we see it all the time, um, so it, it's football and unfortunately at the moment we, we can't get near the habit of winning, we've got to win you know, sort of like a 2 or 3 on the truck to get into that, that habit, um, but we've got to break the habit of losing games or drawing games when we're in it, you know the games as I said yeah, have, have been too close for me and uh if we have 10 chances, they have 10 chances, we get in their penalty area 40 times, they get into the penalty area 40 times. You know we, we've got to address the balance, if you like, and that's what we're working very hard to do, and the boys understand it, so they know what they've got to do, um, And we've just got to make less mistakes than the, uh, or less misjudgments than the opposition. Sure. I mean, we're pretty much a quarter of the way into the season now. I mean, the fans are obviously worried. Are you worried? Well, about what? About where you are on the table? Yeah, about relegation? We well, yeah, yeah. where well, you we are on the table. <laughs> I don't know about this. No, no. Listen, we, we we understand that, and we're all human. We're all the same. Um, I'm not worried right now because I, you know, I 100 believe that that's not an option. That that one that won't happen. Absolutely, I do. But I can understand people's worries about that and um, you know if I just ignore it then you get relegated you know what I mean because you are in that position at the moment but we won't ignore it and we'll address it and we'll make sure that uh, by the end of the season how many points is there to play for 34 games is it over well, 100 then well there you go <laughs> it's around about the 100 points mark so you know although it looks a bit doom and gloom to some um, you know, we, we've got to keep going and believe in what we're doing. And we have had a, a little bit of tough luck uh, with injuries and um, decisions. Um, and we could have had a few more, few more points from the way we played on certain occasions. But uh, yeah, so we'll, you know, the, the lads will keep going, and they don't want to be in a dangerous position either, sort of thing. So. But with 100 points to go, then let's not get too panicky. Uh, We won't panic, but at the same time, we'll know: sooner you get out of it, the better. And uh, and your next game is always an opportunity. And so we look forward to the game at York. Thank you, Gary. No problem. Of
4: course, um, unfortunately, Kieran's wasn't the only injury on uh, Tuesday night, and I dare say Regan's got. Few bodies in there that well
3: well he has, but um, actually they, there's nothing he, not a lot that he can do with them. No, um, no. You no. know, you've got Ross uh, pulled his calf and then you you had, um, you had, Danellan, uh, had a slight problem, he, he may be okay, it's still two two days to go, um, then you had... Uh, Dylan,
4: Dylan didn't make it Tuesday.
3: No, yeah. uh, Dylan didn't, didn't make it then. No. Might
4: he be back in. Uh,
3: Again, it's Thursday, so we've right. still got a couple of yeah, days. So he's not
4: a long. He's not a. a, a hopefully a long time. No, team. no,
3: he's definitely a not a long no, time. Right. No. Um, and then uh, who else came off?
4: Um, well, those three were. Uh,
3: uh, yeah, it was Ross, Kieran. And
4: Dunellan. And Don um, yeah, yeah. Asa obviously is sidelined at the
3: moment. Yeah, Asa um, should be okay. Right. Yeah. So, so that's good. And,
4: uh, and then, of course, you've still got you've got Corey out at the moment. With and the
3: Corey, yeah, that's what I'm saying. So you've got Kieran, yeah, who has got a rest. Go you've got Corey, who's got an operation today. Oh, right. Yeah, this afternoon. Um, so he'll be depending on what surgery he has. Um, depends on how, how long you'll be. Mm. We suspect probably four weeks, two or four weeks. Um, Depends on what's in there once the surgeon gets in. Plus, plus he's, come, he's come back, is <laughs> having
4: to work him back up again a little bit. Uh, yeah, yeah. Through, through? The, well, it,
3: well that's how it is all quite, the time. You know, that we, we can't, we just can't get a group of lads. You know, yeah. if, you, if you take our lads, they've probably only played all our lads five games as a, as a team if you like. You know, Jarvis has only just come in and you've got Lapsley wasn't playing and Ace is not playing, and uh, You know, there's all these things that all add up, Mm. of course, but um, we're not going to. You know, I'm answering the question as opposed to me just speaking and saying, oh, look how unlucky we are. You know what I mean? But. but, thought it was interesting,
4: on Tuesday night, the bench, which is what you had, um, you were a little bit short of attacking options on on, on the bench, not through any fault of of your own, you had what you had. Yeah. Are the injuries and that situation, to the point I know you you tell us all the time, quite understandably, that you're always looking for, is is that occupying your minds in terms of what you might need to bring in at the moment? It's
3: occupying part of that time, yeah. yeah. Um, And we've always got a list of uh, to-go-to clubs or players that we've been keeping an eye on and then it's getting the timing right. Are they available? Do they want to come? And all those sort of things. So, yeah, we've got we've got two or three of those in our minds. Yeah,
4: I and mean, Kieran's not going to be around for a while. Corey isn't. No, They're two attacking.
3: Uh, officers, no, it's exactly. They, yeah, um, yeah. So, yeah, we have to look at all that. And there are players that can play in different positions in our team. Mm. But as you say, it's you know we we think we may have found another uh, Kieran, um, but that might not come to fruition until the, the next the next few games. Um Kieran Tight, you know, is in Attacking midfielder. Yeah, attacking midfielder yep. or attacking a, a wide player or even like a number ten that goes up with a mm. with mm. a number nine.
4: Did you feel on, on on Tuesday night that that in many ways the performance on Tuesday night, Scott Smith encapsulated it in many ways. He worked tremendously hard. He covered every blade of grass on the pitch. He was defending in our box one minute and etc etc. And and yet almost the harder he tried, the 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 more mistakes he he, he was making. He's a young player, obviously, and he's still learning.
3: Yeah. No, Um, and he wants to learn. He's a great character and he's a a real he's a proper competitor. He reminds me a little bit of Adam Randall. Um, And Rand's had the odd loose pass every now and again, but he learned to tidy the whole of his game up and now he's playing regular at the top of the first division sort of thing. Um, And Scott's the same, but he had a 10, 15 minute spell where he he gave maybe four or five balls away on the trot. And yet his game is a passing game. Now, because of their transition game, it was important not to give the ball away in certain areas. He's learned that now, we've discussed it with him, we've shown it to him. But he's a very, very good player. And when he knows that he can run this level if he wanted to, he'll start coming out of his shell even more. Um, we, we're, we're happy that we, we, we've got him and uh, obviously his, his, his club are very um, keen because he's played in the, uh, the first team. At, uh, at Wigan a couple of times, and they just want him to play regular, good quality football in a good competitive league. You know what I mean? So, and so he's a, he's been a big plus for us anyway. So, we unfortunately every now and again he's going to give a ball away because he tries key passes. Yeah, yeah. It's
4: not. for one of f- wanting to do the right no, thing. You can right, see it, that. Oh, oh exactly, yeah. exactly.
3: And he's a real. He's a great student
1: of the game yeah you know he, he absolutely is so oh yeah costs more than 100 points left to play for more than 100 points no panic easy stuff <laughs> indeed interesting what he was saying though about breaking the habit of losing because yeah. you do get the, the feeling sometimes that teams get their heads down a bit there's a fee we you know we take the lead we've taken the lead in the last four home games okay.
0: I, it's, it's awfully difficult writing these reports on match days when uh, you know you come to the end of the game and it's not gone as you'd want and you know mm. the fans are going to be tearing their hair out and asking questions and you start to, to write the, the intro which is obviously the last thing you you normally write yeah. on a match report and um, and you know you struggle to find things that were were, were yeah. wrong I mean uh, don't get me wrong we're bottom of the league and there's a lot wrong but that performance on on, on Tuesday night you know had we won that 4-1 let's say because yeah, uh, yeah. of events had been different no penalty um, another goal in the second half you know all that kind yeah. of stuff um you know we would have been absolutely delighted we would with have that been buzzing with that i mean and and, yeah. and uh, we we would still only have been Two, three points better off, and you yeah. know, so there's a lot of there's a lot of points to play for. I mean, obviously, we all want to be three points better off than we are now, but um, yeah, you know, it's tight down there as well. I mean, it up is. to fifteenth, oh, yeah. I think it's yeah. four points or three
1: points. Yeah. I, I mean, we went into the game. Thinking this is a game we could win, um, we saw Julian, didn't we, before? The game? Happy birthday today, by the happy way. Birthday Julius, happy birthday to you. Um, and he he'd had a premonition that Torquay were going to win three one. He did. He was with he an sure. trick.
0: He was very sure. He I'm was. not sure. Uh, I'm not sure what he'd been drinking before going to sleep <laughs> that night. But
1: but it was it seriously for people who weren't there, people who were listening on the radio or whatever, following the live match blog. It was a game that Torquay could have won. They played well enough to win yeah. it. There were loads of positives to take from it. There were negatives, of course, there yeah. were negatives. But the positives, I mean, Mark Holstead had another good game. He Half had from a the fantastic end. game against Scunthorpe on Saturday. I mean, he's a Half goalkeeper
0: that makes ridiculously brilliant saves. A, a cue that one against Scunthorpe at the end there, where, what? you know, you're yeah, two unbelievable in fact, to how he got, to that. Yeah. Yeah. he got his yeah. hand to that. And then, you know... Um, he was slightly at fault for that get that goal at the end but he it, let
1: it past him but. it was kind of um, it, it was a hopeful almost like a toe poke into the area for yeah. and two players went for it at the near post
0: both missed it. Both
1: missed it. And it the went in anyway. Mark Holstead had gone to challenge the players at the near post, and as soon as the ball had gone away from them. Kind of spanning, didn't it? Yeah, uh, sickeningly slowly. It was one of those that I felt like I could have almost got out of my seat. And it, run it was on one and of those
0: it. because there was only about 12 and a half uh, Maidenhead fans in the ground, <laughs> uh, the, the, the silence was, was more effective was. From, the, from, the, from the home fans than, than the cheering from the, the 12 and a half Maidenhead fans there was a terrible terrible silence yeah. after that
1: um, things to pick up from that game then Ashley Nathaniel George um, I thought was decent for decent
0: them. until until uh, they, they swapped things around Gary swapped things around in the put second Dan half Martin and put, put Dan him. Martin on yeah. him uh, as, is, as he's, he kind of just had a, a, a quick chat about that after the camera stopped rolling mm. didn't we um, uh, 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 and then they closed him down but I um, I, he's one of those players that I'd put in a, in a box with um, several other wingers that we've had in yeah. recent years who um, mm. look brilliant for 12 and a half seconds it's all 12 and a half it's, <laughs> it's the 12 and a half podcast the 12
1: and a half podcast it's for 12 and a half yeah.
0: seconds every game yeah um, but essentially uh, don't work hard enough for me
1: no um, we've got to talk about Mr Swallow haven't we the referee yep uh the penalty pill too. yeah oh nicely done yeah thank you nicely done uh the penalty was really now harsh. i didn't i
0: didn't see a handball at all apparently there was a handball i've watched the video in yeah. fact it's the only thing i've watched i mean the it's video, it's one of those where the handball wasn't obvious from the start um it obviously wasn't meant
1: no it it, it obviously hit didn't him on
0: necessarily the affect the direction of no. the the play, in, in other words, give him an advantage. Oh, I don't know.
1: I don't know. It was it was a sickener, wasn't it? Because was Torquay had taken the lead. Torquay had taken a good goal from Will Goodwin. A lovely, fierce, Great goal. low Great shot. Great
0: ball by Dan Martin um, from the left.
1: Wonderfully played in. Um, then. Obviously, the Kieran Evans injury disrupted the flow of the game. Kieran Evans, three broken ribs. Three nasty. broken
0: ribs, yeah. It, was, it wasn't a, a... I mean, no one claimed at the time it was a bad foul or anything. No. It was just a coming together, wasn't it? And it was. Sounds like Heck the lad's knee together. was into yeah. his back, yeah. which, yeah. you know, the ribs were broken from the back, not the front, which is, which is scary, isn't it?
1: Painful injury. Um... As Gary said during the press conference here, when the red bag goes on... Yeah, that's Which, that's got I, the yeah. serious medical yeah, yeah. kit in it. And in seven worried. minutes,
0: I think, the game was, was. stopped for.
1: Yeah. Um, so, Kieran Evans, obviously, he'll be and listening that, that to could the could podcast. And that could be three months. Yeah, good luck. I mean, that's a miss. Best wishes. It is a miss. And he's become a crucial part. That yeah. That new-look midfield that Gary played against Scunthorpe, the midfield with Evans in it, with Lapsley in it, and with Smith in it... Yep. Yeah. Which was very different from the midfield. Is now my favourite
0: midfield, which yeah, you is. can't have.
1: Well, he started the season with a hanson mcgavin Donnellan midfield, which was, if they were if they were dogs, they'd be lurchers. You're looking at, at big, fairly slow-moving midfielders playing yep. in there, yep. and they're playing yep. a certain way. He's replaced them with three Jack Russell Terriers, yep. or he had, yep. up until Kieran Evans I'm got injury. I'm a fat Dachshund. <laughs> <laughs> But it was a complete change—a complete change in midfield—and it worked yeah. against Scunthorpe, yeah. and it was working very nicely against Maidenhead. Obviously, now it'll have to be revamped again because uh, Kieran Evans is out for a while.
0: Uh, it's, it's such a shame because every time we seem to um, harvest something good from selections. Yeah. Uh, for example, you know, we've tried all sorts of different possibilities in midfield, forced possibilities in midfield because of injuries, and then suddenly you've got you've got those midfield three, which seem to be really effective, yeah. and then bang, broken ribs.
1: So if Asa Hall is fit. Um, Asa Hall, Tom Lapsley, and Scott yeah, Smith yeah, across midfield. Yeah, I think so. Or McGavin. Donald I mean, there and... is
0: there is a the caveat to that. That I think Gary does have his eye on a a player somewhere. There's probably a lone possibility mm. that is in the mould of yeah. Kieran Evans, apparently. Yeah. So we'll just see what happens there. I mean, he did say it might not be immediate, but um, that probably means he'll be playing on, 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 on Saturday.
1: <laughs> He's probably here now. Yeah, yeah. He's I mean, yeah, you, you know, hiding this, in it, that bush. Yeah, <laughs> Um Ben Wyatt was another plus point for me. Yeah, he's um, he's, come on, games, he? he's come on in not games. He's come on. I I come on and come on. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I I I think he's playing well at the moment. See, I mean, it's it's so frustrating because there were good things the Maidenhead game delivered on so many levels and then to lose it in the fifth minute of injury time or whatever it was.
0: I think that's why it was so disappointing. Um we've had some very disappointing results this year, don't get me wrong, but you just felt deflated because you knew that they could have won that.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Getting back into the car, actually walking out the ground, I spoke to Paul Bastard. I spoke to Nick Broderick on the way out, and everybody is just shaking their heads and puffing their cheeks. And what more have we got to do? Yeah, yeah. No, it, it will come. Gary is. Gary's confident. He's not panicking. Um, you know, it, it, he's not. He says, "I'm not panicking right now." Uh, 100%, 100% believe that's not an option Yeah, relegation yeah, yeah, yeah. is not an option yeah, yeah. and um, I, I don't think it is but th- this team is good enough to get out of this problem look ahead, York on Saturday long trip away York in ninth, they're going reasonably
0: well grand old trip to York <laughs> Very good. I'm full of it today you are,
1: <laughs> you should have an early morning swim and a lot of caffeine <laughs> more often um, they would They've got uh, their top scorer is Linnell John Lewis. Yep. Obviously heir to the department store fortune. Yep. Uh, our record against them knowingly never
0: neveringly, <laughs> never
1: knowingly <laughs> underplayed. Yeah. Uh, record against them is very strange. One
0: seventeen drawn twenty lost seventeen. So really? something's
1: got to give. Yeah. This weekend. I mean,
0: we haven't played them for a while. I don't think have we? I mean, we haven't. We probably, without looking at the records, uh, one of those teams that we would play quite regularly in the mm. old football league days. Yeah. But, but um, have have. Played less, lesser a time, Fewer times since.
1: Well, they've they've been down and come back. up was went, de- yeah. December twenty sixteen. We last played. Is it? It is it quite is. a while ago yeah. then. Yeah. yeah. And the last time we won there was November twenty twelve. We won two 0 Goals from Danny Stevens and Joe Ostler mm-hmm. And Aaron Downs was in the side that we'll day. Was he
0: right?
1: So it's it's going to be another tough game. But you know that Gary's going to set up a team to compete. Uh, we compete even at Wrexham where we were hammered. Yeah Roundly hammered Yeah uh, Certainly in the first half We competed really well with them You know we're going to set up a team That's going to compete It's You've just got to keep the faith Haven't you Keep Nord- the faith Nord- Northern Soul terms
0: Yep Keep the faith Um Please Keep the faith. You it's the just faith. you know, it's it's going to come. I think. I, think I uh, like Gary said. He's a hundred percent sure they're not going to get relegated.
1: Yeah, that's good enough for me. That's good enough for <laughs> me.
0: It's probably not good enough for, for other people. But
1: uh, there's a lot. There's there's a I'll lot of I'll remind them of that at the end. Of, there was another um. Ah, uh, there's a club statement coming yeah. out at yeah. noon. Come yesterday. on, Hayden, felt yeah. for it
0: again. Yeah. <laughs> 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 had, a, had a text from you, Hayden um but you see i mean no I mean, to be to be fair when you're out doing when it. you're out the loop and someone's just lying like that yeah. and then so so self-assured that they can put up a statement saying there's going to be a statement at 12 o'clock and gary's yeah. gone why wouldn't people believe no, exactly, it? And exactly and it's just sad that those people feel they they, they need to do that it's yeah. just it, social media is a weird and odd place
1: it is Keep the faith, I think, is, you know, it's it's an old hackneyed cliche, but just what well, we've just got to do.
0: Yeah, absolutely.
1: Things will come good. A
0: little bit of news, Nelson Isigwin has left, he's gone back to Exeter. He uh, has. He probably went back a couple of weeks ago and no one... No one they forgot to they, tell us. They forgot They've to tell them. us. So so his absence <laughs> over the last couple of weeks, which I put down to maybe a knock or something, uh, no, he's gone he's gone back So to he's Exeter. back at Exeter. Uh, no, 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 just... Respect to him either. Apparently, you know, it was just a, it was a short-term thing. Uh, they, they he got some ga- yeah. he got some games in, got some play. Um, there were a lot of we haven't got the greatest. Biggest squad in the world, but there are players in that position already. Yeah. So, so I think it just it worked for a couple of weeks, and, and yeah. then he's gone back.
1: And as Gary said, he enjoyed being here, <coughs> and he yeah. uh, enjoyed having him. Yeah. You know, a good player with good prospects for the future. Yeah. I did. Uh, he may have played in the Papa Johns the other night. He I might well have I done. I didn't notice. Notice. look, and uh, I did not
0: notice. I'm sure Kevin Nicholson is happy to have him there.
1: Yeah, that's an interest That's interesting, isn't it? Kevin Nicholson. Currently in charge of Exeter City for a after short Matt one. Taylor's departure, yeah. uh,
0: he won't get the job. And now I'm prepared to be knocked down by that, but uh, I'm, I'm I'm relatively well assured that he's not going to get the job. But he is caretaker at the moment because um, obviously Matt Taylor and uh, Wayne Carlo have gone to Rotherham. Yeah,
1: safe pair of hands, Kevin. I mean, whether he's the man long term for the job, he would probably.
0: Well, I mean, the bookies have got case. him in the list. Um, I wouldn't put money on it. No, no,
1: I wouldn't. I mean, he had a, his spell at Torquay was kind of overshadowed by the fact that he, had, the only money he had to spend was basically what was in his pocket. He yeah. ended up driving the bus to away yeah. games. Yeah, he was managing Torquay at a time when resources. It wasn't were wasn't the best time. Thinner than they've ever been. Yeah, uh, it would be nice to see managers like himself and Chris Hargreaves as well um, managing the club when some of the bank rolling that Resources they asked for was, was yeah, available yeah, yeah. which it wasn't back then so good I think, luck Kev yeah I think Kevin gets Barnsley
0: on Saturday away
1: I think Kevin get, occasionally gets a bad rep uh, for his time at Torquay which he doesn't really deserve because he didn't have anything to spend so yeah good luck have a enjoy your spell as caretaker at Exeter yeah. everybody's going to have his eyes on yeah. it this weekend uh, cup draw was decent cup draw yeah well, the it's alright yeah, Home yeah. Hampton, Hampton and Richmond
0: I mean you've got to win the game with whoever you're playing. Um uh you know, we, we we've been knocked back a couple of times in the recent history we we? Have, by, yeah, by going, yeah. Oh look, we've got a we've got a National League South team. Home we're through to the next League round. South tick team. that off now and uh, go and have breakfast.
1: Doesn't always work that no. way. No. Uh but it's a decent draw. We played them when we were in National League South.
0: Yeah, two 0 and three 0 We lost under loss under Kevin. Yeah. Um, and then a, a win under Gary
1: they came and beat us at Playmore didn't they yeah and we won away from home that yeah very strange it
0: was August because it was, it was start, because we started that season terribly didn't we um, uh, yeah, we did and uh, by the time December came around we had Gary in charge yeah. and um, we won
1: 3-0 but that'll be good that's uh, week after well Saturday week Saturday week home to Hampton and Richmond and I thought I'd just have a look. I do the. I was kind of expecting the press conference one to be quite short, mm-hmm. which it wasn't. Mm-hmm. Um, so I did the very lazy thing that local radio DJs do. Mm-hmm. Let's see what was happening twenty years ago. Well, was happening twenty years was, ago. To, to turn back the clock twenty years. Um, I, I just came up with uh, Carlisle One Talkie Two. We're okay. just taking um, the Mickey. I would have been there. Were you there? Do I you want to know what there. the team was that day? you could name the scorers I I reckon our two goals who were the most likely players to have scored our two goals David Graham correct on one of them
0: Um, Gritton
1: correct Graham and Gritton the team was the G-Force the G-Force Dearden Hazel Woosley Hankin Russell Fowler Cannaville Hill Beddo, Graham Gritton Hawkers came on as a sub beautiful team great team
3: yeah
0: I would have been there that was when I was uh, working for the club doing the website in the early stages of uh, websiteism and um, yeah, is that a word website it is now it okay. is now it's the it's, it's the uh, the early formations of websites yeah uh, and, and the study of
1: <laughs> you can get an open university degree in that <laughs> you probably could car starting up next to us they just show that we're live in a yeah, car park
0: yeah that's Jess going back to the club
1: and we don't have any um, any sound effects or soundproofing. There we go. And just mentioning David Graham, it's his forty fourth birthday Is today. Is it really? In my head, he must be older than that because look, that's it's twenty Is years it ago 44? that he played for talking. He's forty four today. My word! He came to us in March two thousand and one. He played in and scored in the Battle of Barnet. Yep. Uh, he was part, obviously, part of that promotion team. Then in went to Malaysia.
0: Didn't he? he went to Malaysia to try and get a contract or, or a, had an offer over there during that summer um, and it didn't look like we were going to re sign him. Uh, but then he came back.
1: See, if he, Malaysia now is a hotbed of football, isn't it? Giancarlo Gallifuoco is playing over there. Is he? Yeah. But maybe less so then. See, it's one of those names that's quite easy to say and was surprisingly easy to type. Yeah. Giancarlo Galliforco flowed off the keyboard. David Graham, forty-seven goals in one hundred and twenty games yeah, for us. Brilliant player. Left in June two thousand and four for uh, Wigan
0: for t- two hundred and eighty. Two
1: hundred and fifteen. Oh, well, that's fifteen. W- that's, that's Wikipedia. So, oh, right. you might I be it was right. More than that, yeah. Uh, then went on to play for Sheffield Wednesday, Gillingham, Lincoln, loads of other teams. Came back on loan to us. Mm-hmm. Two thousand and seven, seven games, no goals. Couldn't help keep us in the league. No. Um, a Great player, though. A great. Now, you were at the club, he at was the time 20, he
0: was 23, 24 when he had those two seasons. When he was absolutely brilliant, nice um, guy as well. Though, wasn't a, he? Had a great relationship, uh, on the field with, with Alex Russell because Alex yeah. Russell could pick him out of a of thunderstorm. you know what yeah. I mean? <laughs> you know, it could be the cloudiest day in the world and, and you can't see a thing. And Alex Russell will, will, will find his toe he with would a 40 yard yeah. ball every time. It was beautiful. Um, and then you got. Gritton as well, alongside who, yeah. who played a foil for him. It was it was a great team and a great great strike force. David was um, he was he was very difficult to interview because I used to do yeah uh, it's before the time when you you could watch uh, moving pictures on, <laughs> on websites because uh, that was before still, then that, was it it was before, before then, then? Yeah. yeah you couldn't do that um, uh, Did so never we we, catch on in Barcelona? no no way. no no um, and uh, so we used to do. Uh, uh, recorded audio interviews yeah, yeah. Uh, on my mini disc player which I then have to upload yeah. to the web on my dial-up wow. which used to take about 12 yeah. hours. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's a different time. It? It's and only we, 20 years ago. We are
1: sitting in the car yeah. with our
0: smart watches yeah. and our
1: phone. Oh, yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, and tell you, he, he was always really awkward to interview because he was doing so much good stuff at the time. He wanted to interview, interview all the time but he didn't like being interviewed. No. he, he Very he, quiet. He, he was very quiet um, yeah. away from the the team yeah. As a part of the team he was a different different yeah. character altogether but uh, with with the press with you know fans or whatever he was a very quiet bloke did he uh, let
1: his football do the talking, he talk let in, his football
0: Rich. do the talking absolutely As pundits like to yeah, say yeah 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 and um, and what a footballer he was yeah. he was also very intelligent um, now one of the things that used to happen on the away trips was uh, a table of four Scrabble game yeah. And the table of four in question was Mr. Bateson, Mm -hmm. myself, Mr. Benny, and Mr. Graham. Really? Yeah. Okay. Uh, It it didn't happen every game, but uh, it happened quite a few times. Uh, So Bateson was very good at Scrabble. I was okay. Um, Mr. Benny made up words. Yeah. And um, generally very kind of Devon (laughs) sounding words. And um, and Mr. and Mr., Mr. Graham always won. Really? Yeah, he was very oh. good. Very good indeed. Talking about picking
1: strikers out with passes. Just before we go, we need to speak a little bit about Aaron Jarvis's goal.
0: Yes, yeah, night. let's do that because that was.
1: It was. We've well, been
0: waiting for it, oh, haven't we?
1: I could, in the blog I used the overused phrase a thing of beauty, but it really was.
0: It was. It was. It was a lovely ball in um from It was Dan, Dan Martin.
1: Dan, Dan, Dan Martin. Martin, Dan Martin on the left, and if you watch, just I mean, out the corner of my he does fire mile, at, at
0: him though. I mean, it's quite co- comes at quite a velocity.
1: But if you, I, I picked it up on the night. I haven't watched the video yet, actually. I'm imagine you can see it on the video. But Aaron Jarvis points where he wants. Yeah, the ball. you
0: pointed this out. I didn't see that.
1: And Dan Martin hits it exactly where Aaron Jarvis pointed for it. First he touch He takes is a touch, controls it, turns. Fires it in.
0: Whips it in, I think. Whips it yeah.
1: in. Whips it That's better. Whips it in. Almost lashes it in. Yeah. And you just got a glimpse there of what we are, I'm, I'm sure, what we are going to see later in the season.
0: And at that point, because we were already into the 12 minutes of injury time, you're thinking, right, here we go. Here and we there's, go. Let's have a great half second time, half and it's yeah. gonna, we're going to win 4-1, as I mentioned earlier on. And then the buffoon of the referee... And
1: Mr Swallow yeah, intervened, changed the course of the game. As I said to Gary, these... These are the kind of refereeing decisions that cost points. Yeah. They cost managers their jobs. Yeah. They cost teams places in the league. And they're just not consistent. Bookings on Tuesday nights. Yeah. Stupid bookings. Tom Lapsley's Tom Lapsley, was
0: brilliant. Tom Lapsley and was... And completely legal.
1: And he was absolutely furious. Yeah about the booking you could see it
0: five uh, not not even five minutes before twenty five seconds before there'd been a, a tackle the other a, a, a little bit down the pitch on one of our players, yeah um which he refused to acknowledge yeah uh, it, it's just not good enough and and okay I mean we I, I did write in the match report I am starting to sound like a scratched record yeah, exactly but I don't every care time. it's every just time. not good enough to, to, not. to use the term that you just said I mean the, the you expect. I, I, I not... keep on looking over at the, at the assessors who sit at the end of our bench and thinking, do. I just want to go and talk to you. You know that they're not going no, to say anything. No, no, they're cause not. Because they're not allowed no. to. No. But all I want to do. So I, what I end up doing is making my, com- my my complaints loud enough so that they can hear them when I'm talking to you, etc. Oh. And
1: anyway. yeah,
0: I mean, he must. They must get a sense of. Uh, you know, some of those decisions were ridiculous, again, I know, and it's just not good
1: enough. No, the referees are not perfect; they make mistakes, and in non-league football, you get. But they're, they're obviously referees. not being
0: trained well enough.
1: No, they're not. They're not, and that's you know, it costs us. That's he's cost us well, two points. I think
0: I think we can yeah, we, cost we, us we can worry about the referees that we're getting being not good enough at the moment all the time. Yeah. But essentially, at the end of the day, there is one referee that. It's the reason we're still playing in that non-league football, and 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 he's still, (laughs) he's quite happily still making crap decisions elsewhere.
1: Yeah, yeah. I I haven't uh, I haven't checked on his progress lately. I must uh, I must have a little look and see what games he's taking. I
0: used I used a bad word. You did
1: use a bad word. Apology, we're going to have to stop and restart this pod. No, we're not. (laughs) Nobody minds. Apologies if the effects microphone picked up a little bit of bad language on the podcast there, Mm -hmm. but uh, we just. We start ranting, we're angry, we're frustrated, but we're not going to panic.
0: No. No panicking. No panicking. We are, in Gary's words, 100% not going down.
1: Yeah. And we could, who knows, we could pull out the performance of the season on Saturday and move onwards and upwards from there.
0: Onwards and upwards.
1: Let's hope so. So, on a positive and optimistic note, as always, we finish the podcast with... Come, Come on, you on, you yellows.
0: Come on, you yellows. And hide below this Wembley archway sky today Come on you yellow